Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Hockey News Action Show presented by BetMGM. I'm Jacob Stoller from the Hockey News alongside George Nazios. Let's dive into it, George. Lots of NHL hockey tonight. Yeah, uh, let's start it off with the Kraken and the Sabres if we can. Uh, the Kraken. Red hot, man. Tale of like two different months from the end of November, bridging the start of December to what they're doing now. They lost eight in a row to finish November and get into December, but they've really turned the corner. They've won eight of their last 10 and six in a row. So I'm taking uh, the West Coast team on the road in Buffalo tonight. They're paying 1.91 to one at BetMGM. And another interesting stat, these teams have met four times in uh, the history of the Kraken franchise, and Seattle's won every single one of those games. Buffalo's kind of one of those teams. They never really get on a roll. They haven't. So I'm going to roll with the hot hand here. Take Seattle on the road, 1.91 to 1, to extend their winning streak to seven games. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. I think Buffalo's also a team where when they're in a tailspin, they really struggle to get out of it. And playing against a, a team like the Kraken that's as hot as they are, sort of hard to get away from it. And speaking of the Kraken, Vince Dunn, man, he's kind of oh, he's the peripheral underrated player of that team. How about a pair, player pot for him? Yeah, definitely. Very like under underrated and I guess under the radar playing out in the West Coast in Seattle, a lot of late games, not too many people following the Kraken too closely. So he's actually got, I think, 33 points this year. He's sixth amongst, amongst defensemen in scoring, and he's been getting a lot of his points during this hot streak. He's got eight points in his last five games, points in all those games, and points in eight of his last 10. So he's paying um, for over 0.5 to just for him to get a point tonight. I would take him. He's paying pretty good odds at BetMGM, and I would expect him to get at least one point from the blue line. He's their man on the PP, so I would expect him to get a point tonight given the way he's uh, produced as of late. Good stuff. Now, the Los Angeles Kings, the NHL's best road team, are visiting the Tampa Bay Lightning. It's going to be quite the special teams battle. Tampa Bay is the second best power play. Meanwhile, the Kings have the best penalty kill. Who do you like in this one? I'm going to roll with the Kings, who have actually been struggling lately. Your boys. Um, they've actually been a bit of a tailspin. But the thing is, the Kings, there's been a bit of unluckiness, I feel like, as well, to their losses. They've lost a couple shootout games. Uh, four of those five games, I believe, were one-goal losses. So it's not like they're getting trounced here. The only game they lost by more than a goal was a 3 nothing loss, a real like defensive battle against the Leafs. Last week, so I like the Kings to rebound. As you mentioned, they are the best team in the NHL on the road, although they do have a couple road losses during that five-game losing streak that they're mired in right now. Still, they're the best road team. Tampa just hasn't established consistency. They can fill the net, but at times they don't. They're playing a team that's going to buckle down. I feel like the Kings are going to like buckle down tonight and give one of their best efforts to get out of this losing streak that is something they're not accustomed to this year, and they're not accustomed to that because they're a really good team. Like I said, a bit of unluckiness lately, and I think that luck, five games, that luck's going to turn the corner tonight. So I like the Kings on the money line, paying 1.83 to 1 at BetMGM. And Tampa's also coming off a pretty brutal 7-3 loss to Boston. So mm -hmm. you just don't know what to expect when Tampa's playing, but with yeah. the Kings you know you're going to get a good effort, and I think the buck stops here. Five games is enough for all those L's being racked up. Yeah, I feel like this year, though, the problem with the Bolts is, like, in years past, their offense could always get them out of these sort of trap games where you're playing a team that wants to grind you down to a 2-1 game. In years past, whether it was Stamkos, Point, Kutrov, whatever, they always were able to outscore that. 
This year, though, it doesn't seem like that's the case. Though Kucherov still ripping it up as usual. Yeah, absolutely. Kucherov's uh, the second betting favorite in the Hart Trophy odds at 4.1 to 1. I kind of feel like it's their defense, though, that's been, like, letting them down. You can't, like, all always expect four or five goals. Like, the stats for even Braden Point and Steven Stamkos, they're pretty good this year. So, I think they their problem right now is keeping the puck out of the net. But against the Kings, I think it's going to be a tighter battle. So, something I look at, actually, tonight, I think the Kings are going to win, and I think the Kings are going to play their style of game. So, Kings to win is just my regular bet. But if you want to do a same-game parlay, Kings to win and under 6.5 goals pays 3.2 to 1 at BetMGM. Pretty good odds. And I think that's gonna that's what's going to take place here. The Kings play their type of game and they win a low-scoring battle. By the way, your Kings are 15 to 1 in the future Stanley Cup odds. A more, interesting, a more interesting bet to me, though, is Tampa is 2 to 1 to make the playoffs right now. Are you going to take that bet? I think so. I think those are pretty good odds. I don't see Tampa missing. Look, they're outside the playoff picture based on points percentage right now. we got to base it on points percentage because halfway through the season, some teams have played five more games than others. They're out of the playoff picture right now, but I just can't see a scenario where the Lightning don't make the playoffs. And two to one odds, I would grab those odds while you can. I agree. Like, I think we're tough on Tampa, but it's more so because the bar has been so high. But when you're talking about them making the playoffs, I'm not betting against that. That's for sure. Now, the San Jose Sharks are visiting the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Sharks, surprise, surprise, have lost 11 straight. The Leafs have won three straight. um, They got a little bit of swagger. Willie Styles just signed a big-time deal. Biggest in franchise history. (laughs) Big-time deal. Um, That's putting it mildly. Yeah. uh, Four, I think, like, if you, I haven't seen it, but I feel like if you put, the four Leafs best forwards together, like money wise next year, it's probably more than what the Blackhawks are playing, paying their players uh, in the probably. close to it, at least. Um, now here's the thing. The Leafs beat them four to one on Saturday. Yeah. The Sharks, they've lost 11 straight, but you know, the Leafs are susceptible to these trap games. A hundred percent. They are. And imagine like if you took the Sharks last 11 games out of the season and their first 11 games out of the season, It'd have a decent record. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> like, unfortunately, it's so weird. Yeah, unfortunately, you can't do that for them. They started the season off on a pitiful 11-game losing streak that included a couple, like, 10 nothing losses or something like that. Yeah. And now they've lost 11 in a row again. Will they get to that dozen playing a Leafs team that's much better than them? Yeah, probably. It's going to be tough to win. But on the betting line, the Leafs are favored by two and a half goals. We have two betting lines tonight where we have teams favored by two and a half goals that you don't see that often. And that's yeah. the Leafs against the Sharks. And later we'll discuss the the Oilers against the injury-ravaged Blackhawks that you were talking about. So I like the Sharks at plus 2.5. I don't think they're going to lose another game by three goals or more. Yes, they lost 4-1 to the Leafs on Saturday, but I think they're really amped up. I mean, I would not bet on them to win. But who knows? The way the Leafs play against bad teams on the league, they could suffer a defeat here. But plus 2.5, the Sharks. So to lose by two goals or lesser win, they're paying 1.72 to 1. They've been more competitively recent, recently. And the Leafs just, if you look at teams in the league that have 35 points or less, there's five teams. The Leafs have just won four of those 10 games. And they've only won two of those games by two goals or more. Never mind three goals or more. So that's... 
they've won those games by three, two goals or more 20% of the time, never mind three goals or more. So I like the Sharks here. It's a well-known storyline for Leafs fans that they have suffered and given up points against bad teams this year. I don't expect them to lose, but winning by three goals is not an easy task, no matter who you're playing in the NHL. They just beat the Sharks by three goals. The Sharks should be upset. They should want to end this losing streak and not go to 12, not extend it beyond their season opening losing streak. So I like them a lot at those odds at 1.72 to 1 at, at MGM to keep this within two goals or less. You know, everyone understandably is kind of freaking out a little bit about uh, the, the Nylander contract. I that, am. Yeah, fair. That's I'm going to be upfront. I'm a leash fan. I am. Sorry, this but guy here's your thought. This guy is, but let's think about this thought. This year, no doubt, forget about the future, Nylander's mm-hmm. been electric. Now, it's slowed down a little bit, like slightly over the last you know stretch. Then again, the first 16 games, that point streak, like he was unbelievable. But as we saw there, he can turn it on and prolong those like bouts where he's he's the guy for a team. Maybe the outside favorite for the heart. You know what? I was when I was perusing the Hart Trophy odds, I was just like, let me take a look here and see if he's even on the board. Because a lot of players who you'd never think would win the Hart Trophy, the betting websites won't list them in the Hart odds the first 20 or 30 games, even if they're like the leading scorer in the league. But when you get approached the halfway point of the season, some people might want to take that bet. So Nylander's 51 to 1 to win the heart. He's in the top 15 of like players who have the shortest odds to win the heart. His teammates a lot higher, though. Austin Matthews is 13 to 1. And that's where it's going to get interesting in the second half of the season because Austin has only scored one goal in his last four games, which by Austin Matthews standards, that's a slump. Mm-hmm. By any other player standards in the league, it's one goal in four games. Right. But by Austin Matthews standards, it's a slump. So He's 13 to win, one to win the Hart Trophy. He had a big lead in the Rocket Richard race at this time last week, but other players have kind of crept up on him while he's in this one goal in four games. So the question is, who's the Leafs MVP? Who's a, if Nylander keeps playing like right. this, he might be the Leafs MVP. So that's going to take uh, Austin out of the equation. I don't see Nylander winning the Hart. He's on a, everybody was talking about it yesterday because of the deal he signed. He's on a 47 goal, 120 point pace. I don't think he's getting 120. I think he can get 100 points this year. I think he will slow down somewhat, even though there's no reason to say that based on what we've seen this year. I still like Austin as a better bet in the Hart Trophy odds at 13 to 1, especially if he ends up close to 70 goals and 15 15 or more goals in front of his next closest competitor. And having said that Austin only has one goal in his last four games, I like him to light the lamp a lot tonight. 1.76 to 1. I really like Matthews to score tonight. Next up, the Vancouver Canucks are heading to Long Island to play the Islanders. Now, yeah. obviously, Vancouver, high-powered offense this year. Uh, Islander, sorry, Islanders, completely abysmal defense, but really good goaltending. This looks like a shootout, I would say. And also, I want to mention, while Thatcher Demko has been kind of a, atop the Vesna voting, uh, or like, sorry, the, the pre-ranks, whatever you want to call them, He's kind of struggled since December, around 900 save percentage after an amazing start. So looks like a shootout in this one. Yeah, I agree with you. And yeah, I, I agree with the Demko take too. He has slipped a bit, but the Canucks haven't. So all that says is the analytics weren't looking good for the Canucks early on. It looked like Demko was really stealing a lot of games, but 
that's really changed lately. And they're coming off a win last night. They got back-to-backs in New York. They blew out the Rangers 6-3 last night, talking about good defensive teams. So I see another shootout coming up, like you said. I like over 6.5 goals here, paying 2-1 to odds. These teams in nine of their last, sorry, in their last seven meetings, they've scored at least seven goals in every single one of those games. And in mm-hmm. fact, they've scored at least seven goals in nine of their last 10. So taking into account past history and head-to-head matches between these two, we like the over. Take Taking into account the Vancouver Canucks scoring pr- prowess, they're averaging almost four goals per game, tops in the league, we like the over. We don't see a reason not to pick the over here, especially at two to one odds. They've already faced each other once this year as a 4-3 overtime victory for the Canucks. Again, it hit the over. So yeah, I really like I really like the over here. Um, the Islanders, while you don't think of them as a high scoring team, they're actually middle of the pack in the league this year. They're averaging over three goals per game. And they've gone over the betting line in five of their past seven games. They've pushed once, so they've only gone under mm-hmm. once in their last seven games. A lot of Norris favorites in this game. Quinn Hughes running away with it in terms of the perception at this point. But Noah Dobson, like definitely on the top five, like creeping up as a guy that's solidifying himself in that top three to five range of favorites at this point. A hundred percent. And we talked about an underrated defenseman to start the show in Vince Dunn. Noah Dobson is also, I think, underrated, but I think people are starting to talk about him more and more. He's done a great job and just a great get for the Islanders. Their defense is a bit banged up right now. They're missing a couple, Ryan Pulock and Adam Pellick. Don't get my Pulocks and my Pellicks mixed up. So just steady guys back there, but Noah Dobson's really the number one guy there, and he's the fourth betting favorite in the Norris odds right now at 21-1. to But... Quinn Hughes. I mean, Quinn Hughes is like, should be spoken about, I think, in the heart conversation. So him and Makar, it's kind of like a two-horse race with Hughes as the betting favorite right now at 2.1 to 1. You mentioned Demko. He's actually slipped in the Vesna odds. He's the second betting favorite now. Hellebuck's taken over. Mm-hmm. And the Canucks, Canucks kind of maybe people have to consider them. Can they win the cup this year? They're 23 to 1 in the Stanley Cup odds. I don't think they're going to, but... They're the top team in the Pacific Division, where they're three to one odds right now to win the Pacific. Halfway through the year, they're four or five points up on Vegas. So some future odds bets to consider. A lot of future odds bets to consider with the Canucks. Can they keep up this scorching pace to start the season? Is this the real Canucks, or are they gonna kind of default to what they were last year when they didn't make the playoffs? It'll be interesting to watch in the second half. For sure. Next up, Florida Panthers are visiting the St. Louis Blues. Panthers are red hot, seven straight wins. But the thing is, historically, they don't like the Blues have always had their number, it seems. Yeah, the Blues have won four straight from the Panthers, including a 4 1 victory right before Christmas. So I was kind of surprised at the odds, Jacob, when I saw them on BetMGM. The Panthers to win on the road against a Blues team that's been better since they got rid of Craig Berube, they were only paying 1.53 to 1, the Panthers on the money line. So I'm like, what? And I looked at the Blues on the puck line as underdogs. They're paying 1.62 to 1 to lose by one goal or win the game. So they're plus 1.5 on the puck line. If they keep the loss within one goal, then they're paying 1.62 to 1. Better odds than what the Panthers are winning to win the game outright. And you're right. The Blues not just have one four straight against the Panthers, but I checked to see when the last time was that the Panthers beat the Blues 
by two goals or more. So not just one, but by two goals or more, which is our bet tonight for the Blues. When do you think that was? How long ago? Last year, year before? No, no it's been six years. It's actually six wow. years to the day. Six years to the day, exactly. Will they break the curse? January 9th, 2018. That's that crazy. So, um, well, that's a long time. Um, So I'm rolling with the Blues to keep, at least keep it close here. 1.62 to ones. St. Louis has only lost by two goals or more twice in their last 10 games. And one of those games included an empty netter. So they're playing really good contests. They have the eighth best home points percentage in the entire league. So I like the Blues at home here to at least keep it close at those odds. For sure. And I mean, the Blues are seven and three in their last 10. They're like a they're, they're tied for the last wildcard spot, but they've got they played a couple more games and the teams above them. So, yeah, they're, they're still a very relevant team and history's on their side, I would say for sure. They're a team I'm going to be interesting to watch in the second half as well. I mean, for sure. Long we, riding talk, on it. we talked about it uh, in previous shows, how the last time they fired a coach midseason, they won the or early in the season, they won the Stanley Cup. Nobody's really thinking that, but the Blues just, they're one of those teams that can roll out four lines, oh, yeah. that can roll out all their they, They're just really deep, maybe lacking huge stars, but really deep. And Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo are like kind of coming into their own. They're going to be a team I, I really want to keep an eye on in the second half of the season, but I like them to keep them close tonight for sure. Absolutely. The Anaheim Ducks are in Nashville and, you know, en route to this game, they said goodbye to Jamie Drysdale who yeah. landed with the team in Nashville, then found out he was traded. So they're short a guy on the back end who, you know, has struggled this year, but was just starting to kind of get in his groove after missing the first part of the year with the holdout. The Ducks are just a weird team because like they were competitive to start the year, have come back down to earth. They play a tough competitive style, but not really high octane offense. Same with the Predators kind of. So I feel like we're taking the under with goals here. Yeah, I'm going to go under 6.5 here at 1.83 to 1. Yeah, the Ducks are a weird team. Weird slash bad team. Yeah, <laughs> weird because like they were kind of decent for a de for the first they, little bit. They were being competitive. And yeah, I think, I mean, I think that deal ends up as long as this uh, Cutter Goche kid doesn't have a huge ego problem or something. If he likes, if he wants to play in Anaheim, I think that's a good deal for them because they have revealed a couple new young defensemen this year. Pavel Minchukov, like, looks like he's, you know, they, they can afford to get rid of Drysdale, let's just say, on, on D. And uh, Petr Goche might find himself, you know, in a top six next year if he comes with the Ducks that, you know, they got a lot of good young players. Zegris, Carlson, McTavish. Like, it might be something to watch. But for now, they're really struggling to put the puck in the net because they're young players and they just haven't found... They haven't found their groove in the NHL yet. So the Ducks have scored more than two goals in a, in a game just once in their last eight. So I like the under here, six, under 6.5, paying 1.83 to 1 at BetMGM. Bet the Ducks are 29th in the league in goals scored. Um, as much as they have replacements on defense there, like Drysdale kind of, he's an offensive defenseman. He joins the rush. Um, so they kind of lose that element. They're not getting Goche this year. So, um, Nashville seems to pay more attention to defense at home. They scored 18 goals in their last seven home games. So they're averaging just 2.57 goals for, so I'm seeing a three, one type of win here. I was actually surprised the line wasn't six on this. So at 1.83 to one, I really like the under here. And having said that the ducks don't score a lot. 
it's even harder for a defenseman to get points. So I'm actually targeting an under in the player prop market here. An under. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So their top offensive defenseman is, uh, there was something when they were playing the Leafs, I think they said Cam Fowler just played as a thousandth game, which blows my mind, but That's crazy. I'm taking him to go under 0.5 points. So I'm taking him to be held pointless tonight. Pretty good odds. 1.78 to one. He only has points in two of his last eight games and the ducks just don't score. They score yeah. one or two goals per game. It's no, really right. hard for the for the blue liner to get on the board when your team's not scoring. So I love that bet. 1.78 to 1. People don't usually bet the unders, especially in player props. But this is one where I think it's really pretty good odds for a bet that you're probably going to hit. I like it. Good stuff. Now, next up, the Columbus Blue Jackets are visiting the Winnipeg Jets, who are the hottest team in the NHL right now. I think uh, by a landslide, they've been absolutely buzzing. Columbus is, you know, struggling offensively. Winnipeg is shutting everything down, whether it's their defenseman or their goaltender. Will this be one of those shootouts, though? Because keep in mind, George, the Blue Jackets still have high-powered weapons. Adam Fantilli's been buzzing recently. Like, Johnny Goudreau's been playing some better hockey, even though he's a little bit of a slump the last couple games. Columbus does have that cheeky ability where they can't score, but will it be tonight? Yeah, Columbus, we've, we've spoken about this, how Columbus, you know, Every month or so, they rattle off a game where they score like eight goals or something. They beat the Sabres 9-4 last month. They had a couple 6-5 wins over the Vic, uh, over the Maple Leafs. But the Winnipeg Jets, they are not the Maple Leafs or the Sabres on defense. This is the best defensive squad in the NHL. So I like the under here. Under 6.5 goals, paying 1.83 to 1. They're giving up just 2.38 goals per game. And Columbus's offense... In most recent history, like their last four games, they've only scored nine goals. That If you're not scoring a lot of goals and you're facing a Winnipeg team, that's the best defensive team in the league and has, I'm not sure if Hellebuck's starting tonight, but he is the Vezina favorite right now. Now, I don't think you're going to put the puck in the net a lot. Three of the last four games between these two have fallen under the betting line, and the Jets have given up over two goals in a game just once, once since the start of December. So since Mental. December 1st, a span of 17 games, they've been given up over two goals just one time. So I think the Blue Jackets are going to light the lamp tonight. No, no, I don't. Give me the under. Give me under 6.5 goals at 1.83 to 1. Um, they've given up just not 15 goals in their last nine. That's an average of 1.7 per game. So I really like that. I like the Jets to win too. If you combine that with the, the under – for a same game parlay at BetMGM that pays you 2.6 to 1. And this is a really good Jets team that's playing the type of way that will get you consideration in the Stanley Cup odds, I think. Oh, absolutely. I mean, right now, at least, at this very point, the Jets are probably the best team in the West. I don't just look at standings when I say that. I think that they're the biggest threat right now. They're, you got to be looking at their, their Cup odds at this point. Yeah, they're paying 17 to 1 in the Stanley Cup odds. I think there's really one thing they're lacking to me. I like their defense. I like Morrissey, offensive guy who can play monster minutes. I like Pionk back there. I like the physicalness of like a Brendan Dillon. Um, I think they're they're lacking a number two center, a true number two center. I think if they make a trade at the deadline for somebody like an Elias Lindholm, if Calgary doesn't resign them, I think that's going to make a big difference because what we've seen the last couple of years from the Stanley Cup champions is we've seen teams with a lot of depth 
Winnipeg doesn't have huge firepower, the huge star power of like a Jack Eichel and mm -hmm. uh, Alex Petrangelo or uh, it's more Nathan by committee. Lee. Yeah, but like Shifley's good. Kyle Connor's a reliable score. Holt, what? They're going to need him to come back from injury to have a chance. Uh, sounds like he'll be back in a few weeks. So they're going to need him to play the way he did. But I think as long as they get a number two center, um, a guy they can plop in that hole, they're going to be some a team, to, a force to be reckoned with come the playoffs. So 17 to 1 odds right now. Halibut's the Vezina favorite at 3.6 to 1. And another thing to consider, a lot of people don't bet on coach of the year odds. Like that's mm -hmm. not really consideration. But Rick Bonus is 9 to 1 to win the Jack Adams. And although we don't like to bring this up, he's had issues with family health. He's had to miss a couple games. Those storylines, the voters consider that type of stuff. So totally. to one odds. I know everybody's all over Rick talking, but the Jets are just where the Canucks are. So yeah. I mean, give Rick Bonus some consideration at nine to one odds. I think those are great odds for a bet it for to win the Jack Adams Award. Do they have GM of the Year odds? I don't know about that one, man. I don't know. Do they? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, is that an so award? Sorry, is that in a? Yeah, it's an award, GM of the Year, for sure. Yeah. I, oh, but it's voted by fellow GMs, I think. So maybe it doesn't okay. count. So it might be different. But yeah, yeah. I think you make a good point there. Yeah. Um, so next up, the Chicago, uh, the Edmonton Oilers are visiting the Rockford Icehawks. Sorry, I mean the Chicago <laughs> Blackhawks. Uh, I have you seen? Might as well be their AHL team. Might as well be. I genuinely think that this could be an AHL team. Like I, I, I there's nobody on this roster that is like definitive. Besides Seth Jones, maybe definitively he's um, hurt too isn't he he's, oh yeah he's, he's also hurt sorry right, I, I guess i forgot that part too right now their injuries are bedard taylor hall nick felingo anthony bavillier tyler johnson seth jones and then Corey perry left too it's dire there so yeah i don't know what the heck listen the Oilers. speaking of trap games teams are susceptible the oilers themselves can get in that hole but you like i don't know they gotta clean up here i think yeah, I mean, I think they're going to crush them tonight. Um, and if the Oilers were susceptible to a trap game, all they need to look at is their closest rival, the Calgary Flames, who dropped uh, a game to the Blackhawks on Sunday night 4-3 when the Blackhawks had the same amount of guys out. I have no idea how the Flames lost that game. Flames are kind of battling for playoff position. I don't know how. Like, I looked at that Blackhawks roster before the game, their top 12 forwards, and I didn't even, like, know four of the guys. Like, I'm not going to know every single player in the NHL, but I usually know, like, 95% of the guys that are playing each night. I didn't even know four of these names. So um, I think the Oilers are going to smash them tonight. The betting line was actually two and a half goals. So I would move that line down to one and a half goals. It pays about 1.61 to 1 at BetMGM. If you pick the Oilers to win by two, so to win by three goals or more, that'll pay two to one. I would just... Play it a little safer. Pick them to win by two goals or more. Pay one point six to one, and it's it's all about the injuries for a team that's not really good anyway. I mean, even when they have all those guys in the lineup, it's still a good bet might be Oilers to win by two goals tonight. But when you're talking about these are all their best players too, so kudos to Luke Richardson and kudos to them for winning that game four three on Sunday. But I don't see it happening again. The Oilers are have been playing lights out. They're on fire. They won seven in a row. Five of those games have been by two goals or more. So they're not going to win it against this AHL-like squad, like you mentioned, which is pretty accurate when you look at them. 
I think it's a pretty safe bet to pick the Oilers to win by two goals or more. Um, they won 4-1 in a previous meeting this year, uh, earlier this year, when uh, the Blackhawks did have most of their good players. Bedard scored a highlight real goal. That was the only goal they got on the board, a goal that hardly any other players in the NHL can score, and certainly nobody else on the Blackhawks roster could score. So I really, I really like the Oilers to win by two or more tonight. Listen, if anything, it's just a game for McDavid to pile up some more points. And honestly, like he, after that little stretch where he got injured and was playing, clearly playing injured, if not himself, he has been what we'd expect, Connor McDavid. And now, you know, naturally you got to wonder where we have him in the Hart Trophy conversation. Yeah, he's third in the odds right now, just behind McKinnon and Kucherov, the top two scorers in the NHL who have over a 10-point lead on him. Um, so he's paying 4.25 to 1. Never a bad bet to gamble some money on McDavid. And tonight, I really like him to get over 1.5 points. In the player prop market at BetMGM, he's paying 1.72 to 1. This could be a five-point night. for He could cut that point lead from uh, McKinnon and Kucherov in half tonight with uh, what he might be able to do tonight. And nothing against McKinnon or Kucherov, who are very deservedly like in those spots. McDavid could get a bit more love just by the fact of how much he's like pulled them, the Oilers, back to where they are. Dry Settle, as we talked about before, obviously he's done better, but still, like he's not the Dry Settle we know in terms of five on five scoring. McDavid's right. really been driving the bus. And when you look at the hard trophy historically, a lot of times voters will will lean towards like the better story. And again, McKinnon, especially great story there, but can you really rule out McDavid? Can't ever. And especially at 4.25 to 1 odds. I don't think those odds are going to get any longer. So if you're thinking about betting McDavid in the Hart Trophy odds, now's yep. the time to hit him. Absolutely. Ottawa Senators are visiting the Calgary Flames. And, you know, I mean, give the Flames a bit of credit. They've been playing better hockey uh, recently. Yeah. Um, but things there are not great. Uh, same with Ottawa. What are we thinking about this one? Yeah, I'm taking a safe play of uh, the Flames money line at home, paying 1.77 to 1. It was really like I had a lot of bets myself, I'll be honest, on the Flames to beat the Blackhawks on Sunday. I had them to win by three goals. I had them to win by two goals. I was in playing them when they were down 3-2. Really stunned that they lost to that uh, Blackhawks squad that is so in injury ravaged. But I like them to get back on the board with a win tonight against the Senators squad that is – the most brutal road team in the Eastern Conference. They have a record of four and eleven. They've won one of their last nine on the road. And Calgary's got to right the ship. They're still Calgary is still actually playing for a playoff spot. They are in the, the playoff picture. They're not right. They're not in the top eight spots. But they can't be losing games like Sundays to the Blackhawks and tonight's game to the centers if they want to make be in the playoff race come late March, early April. So they got to win this game tonight. The Sens right now, they're playing for a lottery position. Let's be honest about it. Yeah, like they're the Sens, we need to get off the idea that the Sens are even remotely decent because, yes, they have guys on paper that were good. Yeah. Granted, granted like Drew and Tarasenko were what they were like five years ago. Let's maybe pump the brakes a bit there. But man, the Sens are just a mess. And I think that even the added conversation now about how Steyo is looking for guys that could be that are pros, right? It's like, okay, what does that tell you about what to think about the habits in that room right now? And the Sens throughout adversity have absolutely not been able to answer the bell. And I'm not betting them tonight to, to do that either. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, 
anybody can win on any given night in the NHL, but sure. the smart play here is definitely to take the Flames at home at pretty good odds of 1.771. Absolutely. Now, one more game we'll get to before we wrap up. Boston Bruins are visiting the Arizona Coyotes. Bruins, man, still doing their thing. They may get both of their goalies the All-Star game this year if the voting closes out that way, which is mental. Um, yeah. Coyotes are still in the thick of the playoff hunt as well. But the Bruins, they're on the second half of back-to-back here. Yeah, they had a tough game against the Avalanche last night. The Stanley Cup favorite, the Avalanche, playing the team that's third uh, betting favorite in the Stanley Cup odds right now, the Bruins. And it it was what you would expect it to be. 3-3 game that uh, right. went to overtime in a shootout. And Nichushkin scores the game winner in a shootout for the Avalanche. But um, travel day, travel nights, going from... Colorado to Arizona, uh, second end of a back-to-back. The Bruins have won three of six in a back-to-back this year. The Arizona needs a victory. Um, they've got, they've hit a r- bit of a rough patch here. Uh, they've lost three. They're on a five-game homestand, and they've lost their first to start 2024, and they've lost three of them. So they're really desperate for a win tonight. They got to take advantage of a Bruins Bruins squad that should be a little tired, playing extra time yesterday and playing on the second end of a back-to-back. So I like the Coyotes on the money line. I like the underdogs here. They're paying 2.25 to one. Um, they are tied for fifth in the West in home wins this this season. So they're usually a tough out at home, but they've struggled to start this homestand losing three. They're playing good teams, but I think they're going to write that ship before they go back on the road. So they got two more at home now starting tonight with a what should be a tired Bruins squad. squad. So I like the Coyotes at home paying 2.25 to one at BetMGM. Are people discounting the Bruins as a cup favorite? I think so. I think I. I mean, to be honest with you, I am. Um, you know, I think they need. They just need. I just think if you're going into the Stanley Cup playoffs with Pavel Zaka and uh, Charlie Coyle as your top two centers, leaves a lot to be desired. But having said that, this team traded for one Lindholm on the back end before. They could trade for another Lindholm up front, and I think he'd. While he's not a legit number one center, Elias Lindholm, I think he'd make a big difference to this team. So. They need, yeah. if they're serious about contending for the cup this year, which I think they should be, um, because, you know, they have players in the age range where you got to go for the cup when you can. Um, I think they got to they gotta make a play for a good center. I'm not sure how many really good centers will be out there come the trade deadline. Elias Lindholm's the other one, always one, one that pops into my head. And when they traded for half his Lindholm, they eventually signed him. So maybe they do that with this Elias. Sorry, this Lindholm. Um, but yeah, I agree. Maybe not true number one center, but with the wingers they have, he could definitely perform like one. And Boston's good at that, right? They're good at keeping guys and getting them signed to deals that are pretty team-friendly, not like William Nylander. Good for Nylander, uh, yeah. but not like William Nylander's deal with the Maple Leafs that was very, 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 very player-friendly. Sure was. Good for you, Willie. Good for you. Bad for the Leafs. Absolutely. Well, on that note, we will end today's uh, show. Thank you very much for listening to another episode of the Hockey News Action Show presented by BetMGM. Thank you so much, and we'll catch you next time.